Hello and welcome to Into House Sports with Jay. And Jay, hello and more. How's it going, everybody? It's me, Jacob. Jason is in Canmore again. We had a show, I think, before where Dad was in Banff. I think I was in Canmore with him one time. Uh, but anyway, welcome to episode 27. It is Saturday, October 24th, 2020. It's the Giancarlo Stanton, Mike Trout, Vladimir Guerrero, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. episode number 27. Two of the big sluggers in baseball and a legend, Vladimir Guerrero and his son, both wearing 27. We got a great show for you. Dad, were you going to say something? Like that, 27. Yes, those are some big names. Yes, like that. So we're on number 27. We'll get started. I'm here in in the normal location. And uh, yeah, let's get started with our first topic. So let's first talk about this really, really quickly. We're going to talk about some viewership in sports. Uh, So this week, I want to start this off with Donald Trump and Joe Biden. They had their presidential debate on Thursday. And there, for the football game, there was no World Series game. Uh, So there was, I think, two World Series games played before on the Tuesday and and the Wednesday. No World Series game played on the Thursday. But there was a... Thursday night football game. So the Thursday night football game drew in, I read, just over 8 million viewers for the week, while the presidential debate had 23 million viewers combined on the three on three major networks in the United States. Um, so I, I think personally, I think personally, this is a week that there should have not have been a Thursday night football game. You know, for the people of the United States, you know, they don't have to watch the presidential debate. And in fact, a lot of them didn't. There's about 330 million people in the United States and 24 million is not even a, is not even at like 10%. But the fact that, you know, a lot of people are watching football. Yes, it's entertainment, but this is a, a very big uh, way to increase vo- uh, uh, vo- voter turnout it is becoming informed by these issues. And again, if they don't want to, they don't have to watch, but I'm not sure. As a sports fan, I'm not sure that Thursday night football should have happened this week. That's my opinion on it. Dad, you feel free to leave your – you can tell me your opinion, and then I'll want to send it over to you because you have more on this uh, voting numbers in uh, – sorry, not voting numbers, viewership numbers in sports. Yeah, I don't know. I don't disagree with you. I, it may be that the – I mean, Sunday – the Thursday night schedule is put out, uh, you know, before the season started, and it was this Biden-Trump thing going back and forth. I'm not sure if this date was – chosen a few days in advance they canceled the last one so that may have had something to do with it maybe it was a fluke that there was no major league baseball to schedule but i don't i don't think it's a fluke i don't know i have to look into it i would look into it but i don't know if it's a fluke um because there was no game on thursday like that like that's what i'm taking away is that and i think the debate must be planned there's been in their locations all three locations specifically over the united states this was one day where they could have uh, canceled it or, and I know that, or, 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 or not canceled it. Sorry. Move it to another day, Wednesday night, Friday night. Um, but honestly it was, it was inter, it was, I don't know. They should have just yeah. changed the date. But, uh, hey, speaking about uh, our ratings, if I could take it from here a little yeah, bit. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, tonight we look forward to game four of the Los Angeles Dodgers and Tampa Bay Rays. The Dodgers are up two to game, two games to one. After last night, last night's performance, Bueller pitched amazing ten strikeouts. Just was just uh, fooling all the Tampa Bay 
um, uh, um, batters. But uh, who's watching the game? Apparently, the uh, this series um, they call the all the fall classic had the worst ratings so far. It's had the worst ratings in over fifty years. Nobody seems to be watching it. Uh, I think the other day there was nine point um, two uh, for the first game watching and eight point nine viewers. Uh, for the second game, I'm not sure about the third game, but the ratings have been down. Um, and it's and you got the best teams. I mean, and I mean for t- the Tampa Bay, there's a bunch of players that um, a lot of people have not heard of if they're not close viewers of Tampa Bay. But the Los Angeles Dodgers, with their lineup and the history of the Dodgers, um, they got a lot of star star players on their team. So why people are not uh, watching, I'm not certain. I mean, they can blame it on COVID, but. Uh, like you and I discussed a little bit earlier with this COVID, you think more people would be home and, and being entertained. But uh, the interesting article that I read, too, is it's not just the um, baseball viewership that's down, uh, but the Stanley Cup final was down by, I think, 40%. The NBA finals were down by, I think, close to 50%. Uh, the U.S. Open tennis tournament was down 40% or so. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and also the U.S. Open golf was down about... 40%. Somehow they say that the NFL of all the pro sports uh, has suffered uh, the least dip and they're only uh, 13% down in, in, in their ratings. So, so uh, did you, sorry, I don't know if I missed this, but did you say the number of viewers this year? Like the, did you say the number of viewers? I, I guess it's just a general overall viewership who watch oh, the got NBA it. finals, the, the whole so, golf weekend. So I have it up right now and the game three yesterday they, I, I got it up. This is, they got like, it was like the lowest viewership in absolute years. There was about 5.8 million on game three. I just looked that up. I don't know when the last time there was like, that might be, I'm just scanning kind of them. That's the lowest in yeah. in years, like maybe in, in ever. I don't know. I'm looking, this is according to brief Wikipedia table, but, and you know, it's arguable Wikipedia, how accurate, but it, that is low. It is very low. Uh, this could be like last year. There was an average of about 14 million the year before, 14 as well. Then Houston versus the Dodgers, that was 19 million, and then with the Cubs versus Cleveland, about 23 million. So they are really, really struggling. Um, yeah. Um, in fact, the least viewed World Series uh, since 1973. Um, and this is you, you can find this anywhere, but I'm taking a look at this kind of through this briefly. I just did a quick search on Wikipedia. And the lowest one was 12.6 million. This one right here is is just above seven. So this one is going to be the lowest by far. Uh, if it continues on this, it's not good. It's not good for TV rights. I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to be losing a lot of money because more fans, I'm learning this in my in university, more fans equals more people watching the, the ads and the ads make more money. The ads aren't, people aren't going to want to put in ads. So it's just, it's just, it's not good. It's not good for the sports business world. Uh, anyway, we're going to go to a different topic, and um, is that okay? Yeah, Dad, can we switch gears? Yeah, we're we can switch, switch gears. We're going to uh, switch so gears. Just, uh, just, just want to say with, uh, with respect to Tampa Bay, I'm hoping that uh, uh, that they pull it out tonight um, uh, and tie out the series up at two. I'm, I'm cheering for the underdog, and hopefully the guy Lau, although his name is per, name is uh, pronounced, yeah, not Lowe, it's pronounced Lau, second in the lineup. They need him and the rest of the uh, pitch at the batters to get going uh, we're, we're, we can move on go ahead but anyway the last thing i want to say as well is like the nba as you're saying way down this year uh an average like less than unbelievable two times less the amount of viewers in the nba the average according to this 
according to this table, and I think this is derived from uh, Sports Media Watch, and then there was Sports Not Where I Got the Other One. The average was uh, this year $7.45 million for the NBA Finals last year with the, when the Raptors won it all. It was $15.1 million. So I have no idea what's going on. Uh, it's not good. Uh, but what is the factor that yeah. is making that is yeah, so, really... so the question is, why is it? Do you think more people will be home, as I mentioned, because they're not out and about with COVID going on? you think they'd be more restricted and being entertained by uh, sports on television? Are people finding other things to do at home? They're all watching uh, movies, perhaps. But let's move on. Yeah. Anyway, so what we're going to discuss now is some golf. Um, we are going to – I'm going to ask you a quick question, Dad. What do you? Where do you think Tiger Woods is ranked in the world, in the official world golf rankings? Okay, that's a good question. I should, okay, what is he's definitely falling back, falling back, falling back, and I'm going to comment on Tiger Woods, but I'm going to say he's probably he's I'm going to go to number. I'm going to go with number thirty. That's a very good guess. Uh, I would have thought he would have been like seventeenth. I haven't been looking at it for a couple of weeks. He is ranked twenty eighth in the world, and very interesting considering he ended two thousand eighteen at number thirteen in the world. Ended two thousand nineteen after a two-win season, at sixth in the world, and right now sits at 28th. Uh, Tigers played seven events in 2020, and current, and in the 78-man field, uh, Tiger Woods is well down there on the leaderboard, tied for 69th, more a 77-man field because Gary Woodland pulled out. He's well down, uh, really struggling, and I've said this before with Matthew Wolf struggling this week as well. He had a great start to the season, but struggling this week as well. Uh, but right now uh, in the golf, I know you paused it, and I think you knew this before, Dad. I'm not going to spoil it too much, but you know John Rahm is currently right up there, minus nine on today. Shot a blistering 63, and um, some good rounds. Phil Mickelson as well was having a good round. He made a double bogey, uh, currently six under on his round, and well off near the bottom of the leaderboard. But um, it's it's incredible to take a look at the world rankings because we got Brooks Kepka right now. Surprising to hear his name equated with ranked number 11. Ricky Fowler, number 45 in the world. Phil Mickelson at 58, I guess pretty good considering he's 50 years old and he's been up there for so many years. Um, and Jordan Spieth is 75th in the world rankings five years after winning two majors in, in the calendar year and like five events and three years removed from his Open Championship victory. And then you got some surprises on the other side. Uh, Lee Westwood at 47 years old being ranked 42nd. Colin Morikawa at number four. Like, I wouldn't have guessed it before the season. You got Matthew Wolf at number 12 and Daniel Berger right up there at number 13. But, Dad, the biggest thing that I read, and I don't know if you heard this, is Bryson DeChambeau, who is not in the field this week, he was uh, doing, you know, his, his thing, hitting hitting drives and trying to hit it as far as he can. He hit, he hit a drive. Listen to this. A carry distance in golf is the what, what the ball goes in the air. And then it has the carry distance and then the total distance. His carry distance was 403.1 yards in yeah. the air. That's like long drive stuff. That's they farther said, than longer. They, uh, they said that took about eight seconds or something in the 8. air. 8.2 seconds for the ball in the air. Um, one of the go go golf articles I read, Golf Digest or golf.com, uh, I think it was golf.com anyway you can see see it on both of those just they said like count to eight or i don't even might have been espn i don't even know it was one of them it's just eight seconds of the ball being in the air this is a pga tour player and he is destroying the ball farther than anybody if he continues like this it's going to be ridiculous um you saw him we saw him doing do it already a month ago at a like, historic performance 
at winged foot. And then you got the masters next month that I couldn't believe that he hit it 403 yards in yeah. the air. Like that yeah. is superhuman world long drive, elite, elite stuff. Yeah. So that's shocking. What's more shocking? Um, the falls in the world rankings, Bryson DeChambeau or uh, the rise. I, I think that's something else that might be shocking. But I'll leave okay. So we'll throw something into that mix for sure. I just want to say about Tiger Woods, you know, multiple surgeries. He's got a fused back. He complains of stiffness. And, and just, just a little bit for, you know, just to continue the way you've been saying, in his five previous starts, he's never been closer than eight shots behind the leader through 36 holes. Uh, and, and, and before today, I think he was 12 strokes back. Of course, this week, everybody makes the cut. But he's just starting to distance himself more and more. Uh, he's talking about playing the week before the Masters, which would be the Houston Open. We'll see if he does. But, um, I think he needs more of a tune-up, and we'll stay tuned and watch him. But he's his his um, overall world rankings, as you said, at twenty-eight. He is uh, furthering, following further and further back. Uh, well, just like yeah, Jordan Spieth, like Jordan Spieth, etc. Yeah, and I like years ago, a couple years ago, two thousand eighteen, before the season, I would have been like, okay, twenty-eighth is respectable. But the fact is that Tiger last year won the Masters um, in twenty nineteen. He won the Zozo Championship, which shows that he's able to do it, but I just don't know. Do you think he's ever going to win again? Because I know all of the experts on ESPN after he won, I think the masters, they were like, he's going to win all he's going to catch Jack, catch Jack Nicholas. He's going to get to like 90 wins. Yeah. Currently tiger woods is tied with Sam Snead at 82 victories. Do you think he will win another major? Do you think he will win another PJ tour event? Yeah. My answer is no and no. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, I don't think he's going to win another major. I think he'll win at least one more event. Um, he, he's Tiger Woods. And yeah, uh, I always ask my, my grandfather, dad's dad, uh, about this. And he says, yeah, Tiger Woods will win on the senior tour. So Tiger Woods still, um, I think he's turning 45 this year, still five years to go until the PJ tour champions. Who knows if he'll, if he'll even play that, or he might call it, uh, before, but, uh, the Masters That's is coming up. It's a signature event. As you said, the Houston Open, he is playing it. And you said this to me, Dad. I don't know if you said this. He's never played the week before the Masters ever. So I don't know what he's just trying to do it. Or he's trying to he's trying to do something different. He's not going to be playing in December. The next time we'll see him after that, after the Masters tournament, will probably be the Farmers Insurance Open in 2021. But uh, still a lot to go. Let's move ahead from Tiger Woods. He's mm -hmm. getting a lot of airtime on our show today for a guy that's ranked 28th and he hasn't won nothing. He's never going to win again. Tiger let's Woods. Let's move on. Let's talk a little National Football League. And um, most teams are only played six games, but just these names Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and this year on the list, Ryan Tannenhill, Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Um, these names, these are the names that are being considered already for the for the uh, MVP. Russell Wilson, he's never won an MVP. Everybody's already saying that he's going to win. I think they're saying it because, yes, he's playing very well and he's never won it. But you've got these other names. It'll be, it's very interesting. They're only six games in. Um, I've mentioned the names I've mentioned. You could, uh, what about Ben Roethlisberger? The Steelers are playing great. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I think he's a year or two or three away from being uh, MVP. Or, uh, MVP again, I should so I didn't mean to say Lamar Jackson. He won it last year. Mm -hmm. Could he win it again this year? I, I think he should, could be added to that list. The name I mentioned, uh, mentioned is Kyler Murray of the Arizona uh, Cardinals. Uh, I think he's a, he's a potential MVP player. Um, names I think we can drop from the list. 
uh, or Cam Newton, and uh, and I'm sorry, Tom, Mr. Cry Brady, but I think you too, um, you've uh, been there, done that. But this 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 list of Wilson, Mahomes, Rogers, Tannenhill's on the list. And he's got to be considered because he has Tennessee playing very well. He's never even been close to being on this list with these other names. Um, and and again, Ben Roethlisberger. All of a sudden, he should be. Uh, his name could be easily added to this. I kind of think it's kind of a six-man list of uh, those five guys plus uh, Ben Roethlisberger, who's just uh, who's, who's playing very well. But um, and I just want to mention a couple other quarterbacks. But Jacob, do you have any thoughts on those uh, quarterbacks and where they're going? Or who's yeah, it's incredible. Pittsburgh, you know, Roethlisberger still doing what he's doing. Five and zero, number one in the AFC. I'm I'm looking for the season when Pittsburgh drops off. They've been this way for 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 years. They've been a such a good team in the NFL, um, you know, currently, you know, and in Cleveland as well, like Baker Mayfield could be leading the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. That'd be amazing for their fan base. Uh, you got Patrick Mahomes, like usual. I don't know if you, did you say him? Yeah. Patrick yeah, Mahomes, right. of course, in the conversation, he'll be in the conversation for years to come. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And yeah. Brady yeah. could, you know, if Brady keeps leading the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to another win. I could, why not? Eh? But, um, I don't know. There's still a lot more of the season to go. Um, this is basically like, this is like the, the equivalence to the MLB season in terms of like what the MLB season length, the 60 game season. That's like playing a six game NFL season. That's what came to mind for me. Um, I have something that I want to say about the NFL really quickly. Um, and that is the NFC East, like the worst division in football. They've been bad for years. Not in terms of like worst playing good teams, but like good historic teams. Philadelphia currently leads the NFC East and has a current playoff spot right now with a 2-4-1 record. If you took a look at all of the teams right now, they would be if 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 you got rid of all this like, you know, the way it's seated, they would be ranked 11th. Right now they are seated in 4th. There should be a change of a rule to say you have to be over 500 to make the playoffs or maybe it should just be the sole um six teams in each conference, the top 12 teams in the league, or you can do eight teams in each conference, 16 teams in the league. But honestly, with a team like this, um, I mean, with a division like this, that's leading it with a two, four and one record. And they're in current, one of those teams are going to make the playoffs. You know, there's still a long way to go. You know, team could win out and it'll negate what I'm saying, but it's happened before. And I don't know if it's fair. It's not fair to the teams that are, have divisions, for example, like the, I think it's the, the NF, what is it? The NFC, the Rams division, the NFC West. Well, cur- while currently Seattle is five and zero, the Rams and the Cardinals are four and two. And then San Francisco, the worst team in the NFC West is, yeah. would be better than the best team in the NFC East. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't many years ago. The Rams division was, a yeah. Div- and things come around, go around. This is the way it's set up. Um, one of those teams is going to make the playoffs. Uh, yes, they're weak, but this is just the this is just the history of the NFL. You have the weak divisions, you have the strong divisions. Um, none of those teams. I'm not really a fan of any of those teams. I wouldn't mind if Washington stuck through. Um, um, and so, so that yeah, so that's it's interesting. We'll see what happens. I just want to remind our, our listeners. Thanks everybody for listening to In the House Sports with J and J. Jacob, of course, is in Calgary, and I today am in Canmore. Um, and, and just going back to those MVP possible players, that doesn't include any uh, defensive players because you can have a defensive player winning MVP too. But uh, Wilson, Mahomes, Rogers, Tannehill, Allen, uh, Roethlisberger, maybe some of our listeners can they, if, if they want to 
Uh, send us a tweet, Jacob. At, what's our tweet again? At the House Sports. Yeah, you can reach us on Twitter at the House Sports. Yeah, please, uh, please give us your opinion on your uh, MVP for the NFL. Six games into it, I just want to comment just on two more quarterbacks. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, he's been a journeyman for and currently plays with Miami with the Miami Dolphins. Um, he is um, really the last two games. He's really taken the team to. It led them to back-to-back blowout wins, and they are now three and three and playing very good football. But the organization this time has decided to have him sit. And Jacob, who's taking over for him? I know you love saying his name. <laughs> do I, I? I do. Do I? I'm just kidding. <laughs> to a Tango Vailoa. So the rookie quarterback is going to be taking over this. Uh, not this week; they have a bye week, but up against my team, the Rams, the following week. I think that when they were had one win and three losses, that's when they. I thought that I thought that's when he was going to get his opportunity. They just had two great wins. They're playing well. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick this week this week was really taken back. He was kept. His quote was that uh, this is heartbreaking for me. His his heart is breaking. He just could not believe that he's being sent uh, to the bench. And uh, I kind of find it. I kind of feel for the guy myself a little bit surprised again at one and three. I would have had him. Um, had Tua come on in at three and three and playing well. Uh, I thought if they hadn't done it by now, I guess they're not going to be putting him in. Uh, but he is going to be coming in. I guess if he plays well, there won't be any looking back. But uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, I wonder if he'd be looking for a trade or looking to play elsewhere because somebody maybe could use somebody um, like him. I know he, sometimes he has three touchdowns and three interceptions or five touchdowns and one interception or vice versa. But uh I wish him well and uh, a little bit surprised by the move. Uh, also today, this was announced, uh, Antonio Brown, I think, is going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I don't know how that'll do with – because he's he's had, I don't know, outbursts and incidents. Um, so I don't know how that'll do with the chemistry there. They have a bunch of star household names with Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and John McCong Sue. And now they're adding Antonio Brown to the mix, another target for Tom Brady. Tom Brady playing with another potential Hall of Fame uh, wide receiver in Antonio Brown. Um, oh, yeah, that's just what I wanted to say. You heard about that, Dad? Antonio Brown going to sure. the, going to sunny Tampa Bay. So, Joe, we'll carry on, Jacob. We got approximately how much time left in our show? We got about we got about uh, we got about seven minutes left. So, so take it away with another topic. Yeah, thanks again to uh, thanks. Okay, so we got lots of time, uh, listeners. Uh, lots of time still to carry on uh, for uh, for our listeners out there. And thank you again for listening. Uh, just a few other things. Uh, the uh, Toronto Raptors are again with COVID. They don't know if they're going to be playing in Canada or if they'll be having to find a home in the United States. Um, there was a rumor that maybe they'd, they'd play at the uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken Yum Stadium in Louisville, but the Raptors are saying that uh, because of the Breonna Taylor incident, uh, they don't want to have anything to do with Louisville. So I guess that's another stay tuned uh, um, uh, comment there. Um, Stan Van Gundy, the new coach of the New Orleans Pelicans, um, you know, a good teacher of the game. He's helped, you know, he helps with the young roster, so maybe it's a good fit for me. He's been with Miami, he's been with Orlando, he's been with Detroit, and yes, he took Orlando to the finals in 2009, but he's never won anything. I've just got to think that there's not anybody new, fresh, out there besides one of the Van Gundy brothers, 
to take over. Uh, so maybe, Jake, what do you have to say about that? I think it's I, uh, I like I it. I think there's got to be somebody out there besides Mr. Ben Gundy. I like it in terms of his, his in terms of his experience. Again, he took Orlando, as you said, to the finals. He was with Detroit for a number of years, and then yeah, he's going to be coaching a young team in New Orleans. They probably interviewed a lot of a lot of coaches. He has experience, tons of experience. He's been uh, with coach coaching since since the night since the 1980s. So uh, tons of experience, and we'll see how it works. If it doesn't work out, they could always hire somebody else. In yeah, maybe, they'll, maybe they'll hire his brother, <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. Uh, other um, basketball news, uh, Steve Nash, the new head coach, as we know, of the Brooklyn Nets, is bringing upon, uh, as an assistant coach, uh, Amari Stoudemire. And uh, the two of them played together with Phoenix from 2004 to 2010. So they, uh, they're they obviously good friends and they work well together. I think it was a good a good move. Because I say it's a good, I think it's a good move because I, I, I like Amari Stoudemire as a basketball player. Um, I don't know how... Uh, hopefully it can help Steve Nash. Uh, both of them have no coaching experience. And, and again, I don't I don't think anybody's going to be able to uh, win much with um, – well, we don't want to talk about too much about Durant and Kyrie right now. But uh, Oh, no, I let's like, not like get into well. this I again. I like the Amari Stoudemire signing. Pardon me? I do like the oh, you Amari do. Stoudemire bringing him aboard. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, in terms of the NBA, there was some news coming out that they are eyeing – December 22nd for the start for next season. So we're talking about is it going to be the 2021 NBA season or the 2020-2021 NBA season. They want to have games start before Christmas. 72 games they're looking at and players playing in the Olympics to cap it off. Um, and then if it follows through with this, they will make $500 million more million if they start, I think, before mid-January. Um, they've I've heard it before on podcasts that, that they should – Start the season at this time. Of course, this isn't a, a, a thing that's going to happen every year. But if they start then, then they'll have the finals end at a regular time. I'm excited. I It's crazy. The season just ended, and now they're talking about a season starting in two months. Um, I'm excited. Dad, what do you think? Uh, I uh, December 22nd is the date that I have heard. And, uh, yeah, bring it on. Whether they have half-full stadiums or empty stadiums, um, we'll see what happens. With I think that, but. I think it's interesting because you look at the the fans now. You're seeing we're seeing fans for for football and for baseball, of course. Um, I'm not sure if the Tim. I think it's all open air stadiums, so it's outside. But I think I could see them letting in some fans. You know, even 25 percent capacity. How are they yeah. going to decide it? Who's going to come? That's a whole other question. Um, um, one thing I want to bring up. Before um, you bring up, I know you is it golf related by the chance? It is golf related. Okay, so before you before you do that, I just want to just I'll just end with this. But if you want to see something that's, uh, I think you'd have to Google this. But uh, I was reading today in the paper. But this fellow uh, from Samundri, Pakistan. His name is Muhammad, last name Ikram, I K R A M, and you'd have to Google and look him up. This is a fellow who was born without arms, and he plays uh, snooker or pool. He, he um. He's 32 years old, and he's been playing for the last eight years, and he uses his chin. Uh, he takes aim, he flexes his neck, and he strikes the ball with his chin and sends the ball across the table, and apparently he's winning tournaments left, right, and center. So, uh, you know, we, we've talked about some cool or some neat things on this show before, but this guy, you got to see it. Uh, again, his last name is Ikram, I-K-R-A-M. Take a look at this guy. The guy's playing snooker without arms, and pretty cool stuff. That is incredible. You know what? 
In terms of the golf thing that I was going to bring up, let's save that for next week because that's a whole other discussion. Uh, Let me give you a hint. It's going to be involving Peyton Manning again and a couple other guys you don't want to miss. And, of course, the most mentioned man of the show. I won't – I've already said him today. I won't bring it up. Yeah, some of our some of our regular listeners would say it's we'll know who one of the other participants in that. Uh, maybe more of a few, but there's one particular particular uh, friend of ours uh, uh, knows lots about sleep. Uh, he'll be one to be able to tell you who's in this uh, in this in this grouping. Uh, how much time have we got there, Mr. Jacob? We just got over a minute and a half. Anyway, let's wrap it up. So. We got game four of the World Series tonight. In fact, starting in just over an hour's time, it could end, it'll could it be done. We'll have another champion. It's crazy. It feels like we're talking about a champion every week with the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Los Angeles Lakers. And listen to this. I just realized something. It'll be either Tampa Bay or LA again. Did you know? Yeah. I just did you? I just kind of light bulb went off in my head. So, yeah, we, we ta- champions, yeah. so Tampa uh, Bay, LA, they're competing to see who can win the most tournament, most major United States, Canada leagues. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say. It's going to be. Sure, make sure you join us next Saturday. It's Halloween. You can dress up when you listen to us. Again, you can listen to In Dallas Sports anytime. We always do recording on Saturdays. You can listen at any time. But next Saturday, we'll be recording on Halloween. Yeah, we got Halloween next week. So we'll bring some, maybe some Halloween stuff to the table. Anyway, enjoy the World Series. Enjoy all the. We got some great NFL action at midseason. Uh, PJ Tour. It's going to be a good round tomorrow at the Zozo Championship at Sherwood. Thanks again oh, for oh, listening. By the way, by the way, Roundich is out abdominal strain. What a surprise! And Milos Roundich having an abdominal strain. Dad asked me, "What do you think happened to Milos Roundich?" I thought his girlfriend or wife was pregnant, so I got that wrong. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day, and we will see you next week.